season two of the Hills and Hollows podcast. I'm Jordan Fuller hanging out with Kevin. Kevin, I feel like you're an official co-host for this second season now. Check that time. You're rejected. We got you for season three, four, and five on now, right? And we've got Barbara and Lydia hanging out with us today. Um, We've been in a Bible series. If you haven't been at Foothills, we're currently in a Bible series that kind of talking about the practicality of the Bible and the applications of the Bible, which is cool to have you guys here today because you lead a Bible reading group. You want to tell us a little bit about that first, and then we'll jump in a little deeper? Well, we started um, realizing that people need to be in the Word, and Mm -hmm. uh, we found a plan that was not only um, fairly simplistic to follow, um, but you kind of get a personal guide. So awesome. we, we were talking about this a little earlier, and you, you preached on this, this this past Sunday, or if you're listening to this further down the road, it wasn't the past Sunday, but it was a series. But it had some cool <laughs> statistics that I think are just super interesting. And they polled, what, 40,000 people yeah, is what you 40, said? 000. We polled, polled 40,000 people who read the Bible on a regular occasion. And I just want to name some of these statistics. It said feeling lonely, down 30%. Anger issues, 32%. Bitterness, 40%. Alcoholism, 57%. Sex outside of marriage, 68%. Uh, Spiritual stagnant, down 60%. Viewing pornography was down 61%. Sharing your faith, up 200% from the statistics. Mm -hmm. And uh, discipling others was up 230%. Mm -hmm. So, obviously... Christian out of this, if you're just a new person out there listening, the Bible has a statistical effect when you're reading it, right? right? And you guys have been at this for several years now through this. So tell me about the change that has like happened in your life. Mm-hmm. I'll let you go, Lydia. I think for me, what I started realizing was I grew up in the church. I've read a lot of the Bible, but there are some stories that you just kind of like hear in one ear out the other, and they don't have a lot of meaning to you. And so for me, I started reading, we did a different reading plan last year and then the Bible recap this year, but either way, read through the Bible um, in a year. And I think for me, I just have had a deeper like connection to God. Like I've read the same verses that I've read my whole life or heard preached on or, you know, passed on a, you know, know, pretty billboard in the South, whatever. But for me had more like personal meaning and connection in a way that I wanted to like live these verses out differently in my life or gave me a deeper connection and relationship with God. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying like some of those statistics, I was thinking about like different points in my life where I had different sins or strongholds. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I think all of us try to do is we try to beat that behavior the best we can. We Personally, put up new boundaries right. or right. we put up um, new disciplines to try and kind of outdo the sin with good, right? And somebody told me one time that uh, the sins in my life that I was trying to defeat, they were like, once your affections for Jesus outweigh your affections for yourself, that issue will no longer be an issue, mm-hmm. which is a lot of that list, right? Those are a lot of things that are driven by selfishness yeah. and and pride. And uh, what I've found is just like, once I got serious about making this a discipline daily, and I got to know God, which we were just talking about, right? That, that How many times does it say that you would know no me, him. right? No. The more that I know God, the more my affection for him grows, which mm-hmm. then defeats my affection for all the things that I think are good for me that aren't, right? Right, absolutely. And you may plan to get into this later, but for me, what happened was I thought, like, where was I spending my time? 
Mm-hmm. It was talking to friends, talking to my husband, and then watching TV or like playing around on social media. And I think what happens is I could spend 30 minutes to an hour browsing, you know, Instagram posts or scrolling through TikTok. And at the end of that, have like nothing really, maybe a different perspective on one issue or something like that. Um, but I started setting screen time um, limits for my social media apps right. and realized, oh my gosh, I easily spend an hour and a half, like 30 minutes each. Let me cut that down. So I like quickly cut it down. But it was like, I can easily waste an hour and a half on social media apps, not think twice of it, but I can't sit down for 15 minutes with my Bible every day. Just that kind of smack in the face of, if this really is a priority to me, I need to make it a priority in my life. Totally. And I think that's the thing is that's just TikTok and social media. I do the same thing. That's not including Netflix or TV and dinners and going out and all the other things we do. And I think what people don't fully realize is how life changing it truly is. Like I can speak to that in my own personal life is it's almost supernatural. The effect is if you just get in there and you start taking the steps and you start reading the Bible and you just show up. I mean, you've talked about this so many times. Mm -hmm. If you just show up and do your part, God's going to meet you. And I would almost challenge somebody who's listening, who is like, man, I I dare you just to Mm -hmm. get into your Bible and go, okay, the statistic, what was the thing about uh, the four, if you read the Bible? Yeah, so all of those statistics that happen once somebody kind of crossed that threshold of four times a week. Mm. And really what that means is more days than yeah. not, it, it, it really became a discipline. And yeah. it's, it, that's what, what my dare is like, get into it, God's gonna show up and God's going to meet you there. But mm. I told you guys earlier, I was talking to a guy here at Foothills the other day and he had no concept of the Bible whatsoever. He picked up, he wanted the Bible and he wanted to get into it, but he didn't know where to start. Right. He uh, didn't know the Old Testament versus the New Testament and that's fine. There's nothing right. wrong with that. but. I want to talk for a minute about somebody who's looking to get started in the Bible or they're listening to this podcast and say, oh, maybe, maybe there's something there. What would your advice be to somebody who has like absolutely no concept of the Bible? What do I, where do I start? What do I do? What version do I read? There's so many <laughs> questions that you could get into. King oh James, my gosh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> start with King James, go from there. But keep it close because you know, yeah, you may need to refer to it or sure. want to. Oh my god! <laughs> or it needs to balance out something. Yeah. No, but I like uh. them around me. Yeah. I, I once uh, had this feeling that as I was, do- I, I love Bible study, yeah. and I have been doing Bible studies since 1980 something. Yeah, say 85. That was before I was born. Just so you yeah, know. yeah. You don't have to rub it into her. You're gorgeous, beautiful, lovely, wonderful. Very much. <laughs> Um, Teach us the wisdom. (laughs) And that's just it. You need to comment. um, Really good sermon series. Um, Pastor Greg and you have really um, scratched some soil Mm. that needed to be scratched. Mm -hmm. Um, The intentionality. This is not easy to say that you're going to do it every day. Um, It is. uh, And that is the lore of uh, social media and Netflix and um, any of these things, they feed you. It's like going up to fast food and getting the crap at the window and you put it in, which is why this kind of is called the daily feast. We wanna feed you spiritually, you know, and we wanna get you into the word, but that intentionality, it takes some work yeah um because it's not always easy that's right so um i think what oh i was just going to go back to to the sermon you know 
make an appointment. Right. Yeah. Put it in your calendar. Yeah. Right. You know, have a spot. Yeah. You know, yeah, you might feel, you know, well, that's where I should be. Maybe yeah. that guilt is okay for those kinds of things. Sure. Right. You know? Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, I was thinking uh, when you were talking about uh, the time limits on phones, I mean, yeah. how many times do you, like, that happened? I've got that on, like, Instagram, for example. And you get the prompt that you can, okay, Keep I'm going to stop. Or it's, like, ignore for, what, You don't have to call it out, minutes? Kevin. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to call it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't even know it did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, then you can you can hit that ignore button and get 15 more minutes. It's great. That, that next 15 minutes, let me tell you, That's you need snooze. it. It is a drug, yeah. though. Yeah. It's like that it immediate. But I, um, I, I think we may have said this before. I've heard this before. What, like, first off, this book changes your life. There's an enemy who does not want us to right, absolutely. access the yeah, power of this yeah. book. And uh, if he cannot get us to willingly go into these sins, he'll get us to slip into distraction. That's mm. going to be what he's going to do. So yeah. I feel like we get those prompts all the time for 15 more minutes of attention over here, 15 right. more minutes of attention over here. Or a kid wakes here. up early or whatever. Yes. yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. And, and I feel like especially what I would say to someone who's just getting started is it like I've now a couple years in a row we've been a part of some some groups that have done this it is super fun once you first get started like you've yeah. that, those first few mornings you've got your coffee uh, for me coffee's a must yeah. <laughs> I love Jesus and he's enough but so is my coffee Sorry. so I've got my coffee I've got my spot for those first few mornings it's awesome but then there's some dry spells right. uh, I'd love to talk about that like how mm. what have been some That's of the good. Mo like how have you guys pushed through some dry spells because mm -hmm. i know i've i've experienced them ezekiel anyone okay no uh, that wasn't it sorry ezekiel you know numbers no. numbers will be for me numbers wasn't bad for me this year okay really? um well i think for me the first thing was community was like knowing That's other good. people That's were good. like mm -hmm. also doing this with us and like barbara and i were like the faces of this when we started it at our church so like you no pressure but like you can't fall behind sure. whatever um yeah but i think yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i did it like two days but I think, I think for me, when you start to have those like connection moments with God, you want that. You want um, I like joked with people that are starting out in a relationship with God. Like when you were first dating somebody, what did you want to do? Talk to them all the time. Sure. What are your thoughts about this? What are your thoughts about this? And so you start like, you know, researching them. I say that in that way, but like you want to get to know them. And so I think you start somewhere in the Bible. You start yeah. in John, you start sure. in the gospels. You learn about Jesus who is the answer to everything. And then you go back and say, well, what's the question? Maybe, yeah. maybe you dig deeper into the deeper, darker things. But for me, like, yes, there are dry spells, but that's like any habit, any right. discipline you form. Um, what is it like 21 days forms a habit or something. Yeah, I, think Some, right. I think it's 21 days, but yeah. you know, if you can stick to it for that long, maybe you give yourself a prize. Maybe you buy yourself a new, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. mommy. <laughs> I mean, I am a teacher, a mom and me myself, I need presents for myself. Yeah. Um, maybe you, I don't know, budget for something at the end of that, that you do that and you get this reward, something to motivate yourself extrinsically. So yeah. intrinsically you develop that desire. And so what keeps you coming back? Obviously, this. there's... You can't get this kind of excitement. <laughs> yeah. um, it, there is something about him loving you, but when you can truly say you fell in love with him, well, yeah. you know him enough, that, that relationship of knowing and loving mm -hmm. him. I remember when we first started talking about doing this, and you liked the God of the New Testament. Yeah, I was like, ugh. 
I've always done the plans where you read like a chapter in the Old Testament, a Psalm to like make you feel emotions, and the New Testament where you get to talk about Jesus. Get and like it's a like, shot of it, ah, yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, let me just skip through the yeah. Old Testament and get to this. Yeah. I think what I've enjoyed this time around is we did chronological, which I've never done. I'm 34 and I've never done that before. Um, but it was cool just to see how what I actually saw was God pursuing his people and just story after story of people letting him down, um, but him still pursuing and seeking after us. And so I think um, your question was to like, what keeps you coming back? And then it made me think of what something you said in the message of like opening the Bible to find something that speaks to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what I've found in consistency in relationship with God is, and like reading the Bible and praying and small groups and all of these things is, I don't have to like open the Bible to find something. When you're like studying and inundating yourself in the Bible, God will bring those words back to That's you right. in a time when you need it. It's like that catchy song that you have stuck in your head right. and it, it sticks yeah. in your head even yeah. when you don't want it to. Yeah. When you spend time with something, it comes back whether you want it to or not. And so for me, I wanna spend my time in God and his words and learning more about him so that those words come back when I need them. Yeah, I wanna go, I wanna interrupt and go even further underneath the surface Ooh, there. Okay, okay. So on a personal level, yeah. like all of this aside, we're being fed, we're drawing deeper in relationship with him, mm. but on a strictly personal level, mm. like what drives you as a person mm. to seek after? What are you getting? And I don't want, I'm saying this for the person out there listening who has no concept of Christianity, right? Oh, okay. What are you getting out of this that would resonate with someone on a personal level who doesn't mm. know God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a deep question. Like I, I think about it all the time because I'm, I'm a teacher. I'm a public school teacher. I have students that don't know God or have any purpose. And I think I look in their eyes and I see this deadness of like just apathy of like no purpose, mm -hmm. nothing like you know, even I have students that have been suicidal in the past of what is there to live for? And I think to me, there is a God out there who loves you and cares about you and cares about your life, cares about what you do with your life. Um, I know our mission at Foothills is find and follow. And to me, I the word helps me live that out every day. Mm -hmm. There was something, um, I can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before, but it was, you know, just reading in the plan as you should. And it said something about be happy with your wage. Oh, it was Jesus talking about tax collectors. He's like, be happy with your wage and just do the job. And I was like, you know what? Some days I just need to hear that. Like mm -hmm. do the job that he has called me to that I know I'm supposed to be in. So I think for me, the Bible and why I do it is it gives me a purpose beyond myself. Mm -hmm. It allows me to turn outward and say, it's not about me. Mm -hmm. Even though I keep trying to make it about me, it's not about me. It's about God and giving him glory. Mm -hmm. Good. Barbara. That is a really good <laughs> She's gonna be thinking about this for hours after. Uh, you just have to know her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just sent this one out. <laughs> <laughs> you so, got five minutes to answer before oh, the okay, audio. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, please, no. So I know that when I first got started, it was just a nudging. It was just a, um, I was all, on my own. Just this, I, I think I want to do this. Um, and then I talked to somebody who gave me their app. And, um, and if I could encourage anybody, um, don't be afraid to fail. Mm. Uh, we like to do things right and we like to do them well. Mm. I did neither 
for months. I tried and it didn't work and I tried and it didn't work. Um, but I had good, godly, grounded people who uh, were willing to share something that they had tried. Mm. And so I'd pick it up and we'd try again. And I started through and I started to see a change in me and a, a desire. Um, I think it was you who said that, um, you know, till that desire comes mm. where, you know, you can't imagine. Mm. Um, I'll go to the gym on Tuesday mornings at 7.30. Okay, it's first thing. <laughs> that's early for me. <laughs> so, so that's first thing. It's like the worst day of the week because I don't get to do my Bible reading first. First, I, yeah. You I, feel it. I never thought I'd be that person. Mm. I just was never, uh, you know, I like to do Bible study, but it was always later in the day. Mm. Can't imagine it now. Um, so if I hadn't failed, if I hadn't bumbled through, if I hadn't um, had these other times, um, that focus was me focused. It was mm -hmm. very horizontal mm -hmm. or looking in the mirror for the wrong identity yeah. of a checkoff list. And, and now it's more that um, relational, um, you know, the Bible is transformational. Yeah. And, yeah. and relational, yeah. it's, it's not about information. Right. So that switch happened somewhere on there and it wasn't of my doing. Yeah, uh, it, That was all him. If I could um, say that, uh, like the first time you, you go, I went through, it was kind of like painting a wall with a roller. You know, lots of information coming in, baptism <laughs> by fire kind of thing. I don't know how I'm taking all this in. Okay, I'll just listen to this one because this one has five chapters that day instead of just, you know, the sure. three. Yeah. You know, was it yesterday that only had one in Matthew? Yeah. Matthew's yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Good day, right? That was easy sure. enough to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but some days it, it was just a lot coming at me. So maybe, you know, more paint on that day. Yeah. And you go back and you look at your wall and it's spotty and you can see all the lines and it's incomplete and, and then you go back. And each year that I go in and I put another coat on, it is better and it is fuller and yeah. I remember things. And his, he, we are chosen. He has set us apart for these things. Yeah. And it means something because we were created to worship something mm -hmm. or someone yeah. and we will worship social media or other ourselves. people or our oh my gosh ourselves oh. or we will find him and we will take our worship there yeah. I think what's crazy to me is there are countries that don't have the Bible in their language or like people groups and we just take it for granted and have it on our phones totally. and so I think for me it's like you got to start somewhere and keep with it I was going to say too like for me peace is mm. is what I think of there's so many places I can turn every day that give me the opposite. Right. That spike my anxiety, yep. whether it's right. comparing to what other people have that I don't or looking at anything mm. in the news and right. freaking out about what that's going to mean. And there's just a piece that is in this book. It's always relevant. It's right. always relevant to what's going on in our world. It's relevant to what's going on in my marriage. It's mm. relevant to what's going on in my, in my friendships, in my right. career. It's always relevant, but it just adds that like, confident peace that mm. I don't get anywhere else. I agree completely. I, I would say the same is it melts away all the worries of the world and it points my focus back on where it needs to be. Mm. And any focus or desire or drive that I find myself chasing in the world, when you get into this, you realize that none of it really matters. What matters is my relationship with him. That's right. Mm. That you Amen. know him. That we know, you know him, him and yeah. we chase yeah. after yeah. him. And that's what we're, 
doing here today. But guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I know we're about to wrap up on our time. Um, you guys can follow us as always online at foothills.cc slash the hills and hollows. We're on Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you want to listen to your favorite podcast. But we'll be back next week, next Thursday for another episode. Until then, we'll see you guys soon. <laughs>